Welcome to the Gals Guide to the Galaxy podcast, where a group of gals gather for you one cool thing around our topic of the month. Is it ancient history? Is it breaking news? Is it safe for work? Well, that's up to each gal. All we know is that... Fasten your seatbelts. It's going to be a bumpy night. Hey, gals! It's 2021! Can you believe it? (laughs) I think we made it! (laughs) I'm still saying I think because I have doubts. Um, Here's another super surprise. It's season three! Three for the Gals Guide podcast. What do you know? <laughs> so there's so much to celebrate. Cheers. Yes, exactly. Cheers. Absolutely. There you go. Oh, I have a McDonald's cup because I'm classy. <laughs> there you go. So there's so much to celebrate. I'm so happy that the Gals Guide podcast is back for another season. Uh, we are not totally out of the woods because we're back on Zoom again because. <laughs> COVID's still a thing. Uh, So the sound quality might be a little bit different. Once again, whenever we're on Zoom, the sound quality is a little bit, you don't hear the books like Bonnie likes to say when we're (laughs) recording in person in the library. You get to hear the books and all the wisdom that they have totally, totally helps the show, right? Totally. Uh, So we will also probably have an internet dropout at some point because that's the world that we live in. Uh, But who knows, maybe even the Death Star will blow up again. Sorry, I had to do a little Star Wars reference in there. Okay, the reason why I bring up a Star Wars reference is because it is Rebel Month. Rebels! So this month, we are going to shine a spotlight on women who have either raised a protest sign high, they were executed for their beliefs, or did something even more rebellious, wore pants. Oh, the humanity. (laughs) So from the silly to the surprising, we're going to have it all during season three. So I figured we would get it started with my favorite band of galactic rebels on this side of the galaxy. And let me introduce them to you. First up, she is a visual artist. She has painted protest signs and descent collars that RBG wears. Uh, It's Bonnie Fillenworth. Yay! Hello. <laughs> so, Bonnie, reintroduce your gifted self to the good people who are listening here at the start of season three. Oh. Well, I do uh, paintings of women throughout history, and I do have several rebellious women yes. and women's march pieces and all that kind of good stuff. Yeah, you do. <laughs> I love it. Well, next up, she's a baker, and she's our book club beauty, and she's a goddamn cheetah. She knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> it's Katie Harris. Yay, Katie! <laughs> Remind the good people of what you do and how awesome you are and probably why you're a cheetah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, that's perfect, because I wanted to talk most about how excited I am to start book club for Gal's Guide yes, in January. Um, And we will be reading Untamed by Glennon Doyle. Mm -hmm. And within the first chapter, you'll understand why we are all goddamn cheetahs. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Untamed cheetahs. (laughs) Right. I cannot wait for all of us to get together um, over Zoom for our first month of meeting. Because COVID. Yeah. COVID. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So we can just share our thoughts on this book, um, what it inspires us to do. We're starting a new year, a better year. Yes. I think I'm supposed to whisper that. A better year. A better year. Yeah, you don't want to. It's going to be a better year. 
<laughs> have it be cursed. Yes, exactly. Knock on wood, all the fingers crossed. Yes, all of the things. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So I'm get busy getting prepped um, and everybody will be getting info and emails. And by the time all of this airs, we'll all be well into Untamed by Glennon Doyle. Yes. I'm already yes. halfway there. <laughs> nice. And are you digging it? I am digging it. I have notes and everything. Cause I really, cause some of the oh, vignettes nice. are very short and I'm like, ah, I'm going to forget this by the time we get together. Yeah. It's <laughs> so. a lot, a lot of info. Exactly. Even stuff that I want to digest later. It's like, okay, note to self, totally hit this later. Or, you know, in discussion group. <laughs> exactly. I love it. Well, next up is a first timer to the podcast. Oh my gosh. But she is an expert in women's history. So before we met this lovely lady on the podcast, uh, and just in the real world, we already had a copy of her book in the library. Heroines of Mercy Street was already in our collection. Uh, so gals and guys, it is none other than Pamela Toller. Yay! <laughs> Hi, Pamela. <laughs> Tell, Tell the good people in listener land all about yourself. Well, first, while I'm pleased to be a cheetah, in fact, I have to say that I'm actually a tiger and have been since earliest childhood um, because my parents said I was the only baby they'd ever met who growled. Ooh, um, nice. So, so I have always <laughs> been a tiger. Um, nice. I'm a kick-ass cook. I never met a dance I didn't like. But obviously, for purposes of this group, <laughs> what I am is a historian. Yes! I, 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 I've got my, that PhD, but I Wait. abandoned the academic world really early. <laughs> um, and I write books that are aimed at history nerds. Yes. It's non-academic writing. My most recent book, which... I hadn't sent you all because I thought I was going to get to bring it in person. I know, so right? It's now going to just go in the mail because <laughs> who knows how, <laughs> when we'll actually still be able to travel. But my most recent book is named Women Warriors, An yes. Unexpected History. Which I've been so excited to digest, by the way. Yes. <laughs> good. good. It's a global history of women who actually fought. Warrior is not a metaphor here. Um, beginning from the second millennium BCE through mid 20th century. Nice. Um, I also write little short bits from history in my blog, History on the Margins, where it's small history stories, book recommendations, mm -hmm. odd tidbits. I hope to see some of you all there. Yes. And I'm just so pleased to be here. I, because, you know, if you put half the population back in history, right? you get a really different story. You do. A so, very interesting story, too. <laughs> and I realize I'm preaching to the choir here. Right, but, right. You but know, still. you just got to keep saying it. Absolutely. Tell the people. Preach. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Well, as for me, I am Dr. Leah Leach. I am an honorary doctorate, so it doesn't really count. Uh, I am the executive director of Gal's Guide. And last year, I already talked about the, the gal that's in the picture behind me. Uh, no, not Wonder Woman. I talked about her too. Uh, Carrie Fisher uh, is, of course, my favorite rebel. So I'm done. I'm out. I'm not going to do what I'm just kidding. Okay. I knew I wouldn't be able to get away with like not doing 
uh, favorite. Um, but I I love Rebels. I could actually talk about Rebels all the time. I love militant, you know, mythological. Doesn't matter. I absolutely love them. I love to see somebody who's pushing humanity forward um, into a more inclusive culture. So I love Rebels. And some people find change scary, but I do not. So I welcome it with open arms, but in this case, six feet away and on a Zoom call. Because <laughs> that's the new rebellion. <laughs> but I love it. So let's get our glorious rebellion underway. Who wants to share their gal first? Well, I always want to go first. Go first. See, 2021 should be no different, Bonnie. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> oh, goodness. My lady is Chinese, so I'm going to try my best with pronunciations. But okay, I believe in you. Not my strong suit. <laughs> my lady is Cho Jean, as I believe how her name is spelled. Gotcha. He has like several other names, right? But it's spelled Q I U J I N. Oh, okay, gotcha. So, yeah. there you go. You're like, here's the spelling. So you know, <laughs> yeah, because I was like, if I type that in, that is not the letters I would come up with, <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, she came from an educated family. Uh, the, she was um, taught to read and write. Her mother came from a family of writers and her father worked for like the government. So they were pretty like well off and valued at least their daughter having an education. Nice and rare. Um, she began writing poetry at age 13. At age either 19 or 21, I kept hearing both. Uh, she was put into an arranged marriage with a man that she was not happy to be married to. Um, they ended up having two children, and a few years into their marriage, they moved to Beijing. Ah. Um, in 1903. Okay, gotcha. I have general history notes. <laughs> There's like, some kind of time, three at the time. <laughs> the, the Dowager Empress, and I was like, "Oh, that's a lady." I remember us doing a pot, uh, re listening to a podcast about her recently. Oh, nice! But this is all the time with the Dowager Empress and the Boxer Uprising and the oh, Hundred yeah. Day Reforms. There's like a whole lot going on in China at this time, but like they had. Uh, Russia and France and Germany wanted like repayments of their war loans back like oh. nuts but in Beijing she met other women interested in reform she unbound her feet and learned martial arts what did she also wear pants at the same time <laughs> my lady did all three of those things you talked about in the intro yes <laughs> I was what like is she talking about my lady trifecta i love it <laughs> um so a woman told her about a school for women in japan she sold all of her jewelry and left her husband and kids and was just like bye oh look at that <laughs> i'm gonna get me some education <laughs> yeah so uh she's written like throughout her life we have her poetry and for that one like on the boat I'm guessing, or somewhere near then, she wrote, Sun and moon have no light left. Earth is dark. 
Our woman's world is sunk so deep, who can help us? Joy sold to pay this trip across the seas. Cut off from my family, I leave my native land. Unbinding my feet, I clean out a thousand years of poison. With a heated heart, arouse all women's spirits. Alas, this delicate kerchief here is half stained with blood and half with tears. Oh my gosh. Nice date. <laughs> Amber liked it. Her. I was going to say, the dogs agree. <laughs> <laughs> But she went to the school in Japan was a, called the Practical Women's School. Okay. Uh, women usually went there for about two years. The school's goal was to create model mothers and citizens. Uh, they had to learn Japanese because okay. the school was taught in Japanese. It's in Japan. They were trained in physical education, which was not common for back then. Uh, and they were, learned moral virtues and domestic skills. Ooh. Which doesn't really sound like all that much of a a crazy rebellious school, but back when like women are not being educated at all, right, right, especially not with physical education classes in the time of like corsets. Yeah, true. Interesting. So on the side there in Japan, she also learned bomb making and marksmanship. Oh. <laughs> That is very handy when you want to start yes. a rebellion. <laughs> she returned to China in 1905 and frequently dressed in Western men's clothing. That means pants. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she joined an underground society whose mission was to overthrow the Qing dynasty. Okay. And founded her own women's journal where she spoke out or spoke about improved education for women to end foot binding, cool. education for both boys and girls, encouraging girls who could not uh, go to school, like if their family couldn't afford it, mm -hmm. to learn to read and write at home, women's economic independence, and elimination of arranged marriages. Oh, nice. She's like, I'm not having any of this. <laughs> no. We're going to change all of it. <laughs> Love it. Uh, so I've got another one of her little poems here. It says, with all my heart, I beseech and beg my 200 million female compatriots to assume their responsibility as citizens. Arise, arise, Chinese women, arise. Nice. Sounds like a call to arms. <laughs> yeah. But she taught out and uh, founded a girls' school's um, there was some kind of incident with her, with that organization and her cousin. Okay. But um, with a plot to overthrow the government. Ah! <laughs> and she was arrested on July 13th and charged with conspiring to overthrow the government. Executed on July 19th by public beheading at 31 years old. Wait, wait, wait. She, oh what gosh. were those numbers again? She was arrested on the 13th and beheaded on the 19th? Two days later. Oh my gosh. Okay, cool, 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 yeah. cool. <laughs> yeah. They were not playing. Well, I mean, no. I, I mean, I no got it. No process. Wow. Mm. <laughs> yeah. All right. And this is in the 19th century. That's why it surprises me a little bit more. <laughs> Actually, it's 20th century, right? Well, that's what I mean. Yeah, exactly. It's the 1900s. Yeah. So it's like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> they were not messing around. Wow. Oh, my goodness gracious. 
but I've got a couple more. The young, the young intellectuals are all chanting revolution, re revolution, but I say the revolution will have to start in our homes by achieving equal rights for women. Ah, and then there's a poem, like the first line of it says, don't tell me women are not the stuff of heroes. Oh, <laughs> that's that. lovely. Yeah. So much good stuff. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Do you know what, if anything happened like after her death? Was there any kind of like uprising, you know, or anything? Or was it pretty much quelled after her execution? Like, no, I'm, gonna, I'm good. <laughs> there was like a lot going on then. And I'm not really Fair. sure if that is like a one particular thing. I think there were many incidents going on. Gotcha. Um, but there, there's some kind of big rebellion like within like two years or so of her death. There, gotcha. there was something. Um, if nothing like, else, she was planting seeds for future generations. Yeah. And there's, um, they've turned her old home in China into like a museum cool. or something like that you can go to visit. They also, she's, she's got a tomb you can visit and there's statues like everywhere. Right. Gotcha. So they haven't forgotten about her. Yay! <laughs> they haven't like destroyed her likeness so that she cannot be. No, it was portal. really funny is um, when I was looking at her, the first few pictures I saw of her and it's like the head, I was only seeing from like the shoulders up. Mm -hmm. And then when I saw the full picture, she's holding a knife. Oh. <laughs> she's oh, got okay. like a picture of the knife. I found a picture of her wearing the pants. But it's just like she's kind of in traditional, like kind of rope stuff. But then she's got like a knife just sideways in front of her. It's like, oh my gosh! She wasn't playing. No. <laughs> it's kind of like uh, uh, there's a lot of illustrations of Harriet Tubman with her giant rifle. Mm -hmm. um, yet somehow those don't make it into the kids' history books as much. <laughs> <laughs> but but the you know the boob out for anybody's okay. Well, that's right. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Ooh. Oh man. But I'm like. I'm, I was kind of reading Harriet Tubman was, you know, once she had freed herself, she was never without a rifle. <laughs> she meant business. <laughs> well, she was a little tiny one. So it's like the rifle was as big as she was. <laughs> what drew you to, to talk about her? What was it that you absolutely, was it the knife oh. and the pants and the execution? Was, I don't even all of it, remember it? how I found her. I've never I knew I didn't want to yeah. do like a suffrage woman. Gotcha. I don't know. I think she was on the list or something. And I was like, yeah, sure. That's, that sounds pretty <laughs> rebellious. <laughs> there you go. Tick, tick, tick. <laughs> I really wanted to find just like a book that has all of her poems and I couldn't find any, yeah. at least for um, digital checkout with the local library. Gotcha. Um, from what my understanding is her poems are like very simple and were like easily translated gotcha but i haven't found them all yet interesting yeah if we find one we should definitely get one for the library because that would be yes. fantastic i will say that our poetry section needs some love <laughs> i was starting to look through it for uh, believe it or not upcoming valentine's day because you know this year's gonna move faster than we need it to uh and i was like wow we do not have much poetry <laughs> <laughs> something to remedy do you ladies have any questions for bonnie that was awesome yeah that's fascinating i never so <laughs> i'm gonna be going down the rabbit hole later i know right yes. 
That's the part that's fun. It's like, oh, more research to be done. Well, that wraps it up for us this week. Join us next week as our next gal pal shares her one cool rebel gal as the Gals Guide podcast continues. Thanks for listening. For show notes, links, and images from this week's show, visit galsguide.org. Want exclusive stuff like deleted bits and major bloopers? Become a Gals Guide patron today. Thanks for listening.